everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and I want to give you kind of a brief rundown of what you can expect here on our family of shows under the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. It starts every Tuesday at midnight with our flagship show, the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, where we look at the brighter things of life, the silver lining, if you will. On Thursdays, I'm joined by Jim Burgett as we bring you Tea Time, our unique views and commentary on the world around us, sports, entertainment, and anything that comes across our radar. That's available on Thursdays beginning at 1 a.m. And then on Saturday mornings at midnight, we step into Wendy's World, where I am joined by Wendy McBride Washburn as she recounts some of the funniest moments and stories of her life. And they are some of the absolute best stories that I have ever heard. And then rounding out our family of podcasts here, the Turnbuckle Time Machine, where I'm joined by Pope Brandon Brownson, Rex Havoc, and Tim Williams as we look back on some of the biggest moments and events in professional wrestling history. You can check them out all on the Anchor.fm app or exclusively on Spotify. The following is a Klaus to the Heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. Twinkling lights are very bright, and, I, and it, <laughs> it really messed. You want me, me up shut there. them down? You want me shut my lights down? No, you might. No, they're on now. We're recording. They make me now. happy. Well, <laughs> that's what this is all about because we are making Wendy happy in Wendy's world. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Wendy's world. Uh, Hi. Here is a part of the Jack O'Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Along with the star of the show, her name is in the title, Wendy McBride Washburn. I'm Jason Klaus. We certainly appreciate everybody tuning in here. Um, full disclosure, and in, in, in the spirit of transparency, this is actually the second time in consecutive days that we've <laughs> sat down to record. <laughs> I don't know why that made me spit. <laughs> Oh, do we need to get you a bib? <laughs> you might, yeah. Because the, we, we do have those <laughs> over on the Jack Creations Podcast Network online store. Which is, I might course, have to check that out. For all of your gift-giving ideas. <laughs> Great Christmas presents. Who doesn't want my face on their... Bib? Yeah. <laughs> so we... We know that Craig is listening, so if he's looking for stocking stuff or ideas, well, there's a variety of amazing and awesome products over at our online store, CafePress.com. Absolutely. So, uh, <coughs> excuse listen, me. 
we are yeah right so, hey it's your it's your world Wendy. you do what you want you want to spit you want to burp you want to do what, what whatever the hell that was a do. cough that was oh is a that what that was coffee went down the wrong way oh down the wrong tube that is yeah. the word isn't it and then I you know. try to catch a breath and yeah get that pain right there right it's like it's oh my god I'm heart attack. <laughs> oh goodness listen um like I said, this is this is the second time that we've sat down this week to record this this week's episode. Um, it is a two part show. Um, the second segment, which uh, we had no issues back, you know, with listening back after we recorded the first segment, we had some technical hiccups and things of that nature, so we figured it was just better to re-record. Because um, so we care about our audience. Well, right. Because yeah. if, if they're going to designate that kind of time out of their day to give us their attention, their time to listen to the show, we want to give them as you know the the best possible quality that we possibly can. Uh, we take this very seriously. I mean, we you know you 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 come on to the show or you you start listening to the show, and it's usually a bunch of you know, jabs back and forth, we're trying, <laughs> we're trying to keep things light. Um, you know, we do this because we enjoy doing this, but we do this because we want to entertain the listeners. And without them, there would be no reason why why we do this. So we do take this very seriously, even though we're, you know, per- perceived to be a bunch of unprofessional goofballs. Um, but that's what that's that's where we're at um now i will say um in the you know in the spirit of transparency the second segment here on this week's show is going to get very heavy very heavy topic and um but we wanted to start this this segment here a little bit lighter um we did we 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 did take last week off because of the holiday we generally re- record on Wednesdays, which, um, you know, last week because of Thanksgiving, that was the day before the holiday. Um, our schedules just it did not line up. Obviously, Thursday was the holiday. Friday, you know, you're... We tried again. We, we, we did. I um, think that I was on my my error. My, well, I... It was, but I wasn't going to point the finger of blame. It's okay. I, 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 I apologize. I, I thought I could get some errands done in a certain amount of time. And um, I guess I just wasn't thinking that it was Black Friday. <laughs> I don't know why, how I could forget. I don't know, because it happens every year around that time. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it's yeah. been an annual thing for as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't on the whiteboard, was it? You didn't uh, it was not different. on the whiteboard because we were going to a volleyball game that night. We were going to see the Michigan ladies play. Uh-huh. And so that took up my spot on the whiteboard. So I got bumped for <laughs> the University of Michigan women's volleyball team. Yes, you did. Well, because we had to go get new gear. We had to go get new Michigan shirts to wear to the game to support our ladies. Did you not already have M- Michigan apparel? You know, I have... <laughs> I have one sweatshirt, one Michigan sweatshirt, and it's it's kind of funny. It's from an old boyfriend in high school. Like, I still 
have the sweatshirt and I do not know why. Matter of fact, Lexi wears it now. And no, I... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> does Craig know where that sweatshirt came from? Yes, yes, I mean, he if does. He, didn't, he sure the hell does now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I just recently told him, honestly. Like I, I it's just one of those things through every move. It, I don't know why I have it's actually still in real because I never wear it. Um, I'm a little heavier now than I was well, in high school. Sweatshirt. So I mean I get it. You don't want to <laughs> really be seen in that in public, but yeah. I, <laughs> I just knew Lexi would grow into it, so I kept it for her. <laughs> So, no, Craig has tons of Michigan gear, but I just don't wear a lot of sportswear. So, yeah. Unless it's like Swartz Creek or something like that. Oh, I have a ton of Swartz Creek stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of like their walking advertisement for their (laughs) their merchandise catalog, actually. I know. I know. So, uh, so Thanksgiving was last week last Thursday and the weekend us because of where we work we had the uh the, the privilege of having an extended holiday weekend off yes we did um and you had mentioned uh the week before last that you were planning on um was it your in your in-laws or your, yes yeah yeah Normally, yeah, we always, the whole time Craig and I have been together, we've always managed to fit in both families, whether it was going to two Thanksgivings or for several years, I hosted here at our house, both families at the same time. But for some reason, it just, it just didn't pan out this way, that way this year. So we, my family and Craig's family scheduled their dinners at the same time. So um, we went ahead and, uh, decided, you know, we got to pick one. So we went to the in-laws and, uh, I, it was great. We, we had a great time. Uh, I, they cooked three turkeys, three, three, <laughs> ton of turkey. Of yeah. I mean, there was probably a good 15 people there, but, um, I definitely didn't need three turkeys, but everybody got a lot of leftovers. So that was good. And the the meal was fantastic. We played some games afterwards. It was just, it was a great time, but it was just um, different because that was the, well, last year we didn't celebrate because of COVID, um, which I think was kind of the norm with most families. Uh, But for the, besides that, my whole life, I've never been away from my family on Thanksgiving. And it was just a, a strange vibe, strange to not be with my family. Good, but strange. Sure. But they ended up having my family had a great Thanksgiving as well. And uh, everything turned out good. So um, so let me ask you this. You, you, yeah. you mentioned something about playing games and stuff. And you've documented on this very program that you get pretty competitive when it went when it comes to games um no no um no no listen no i i i am the celebrant i'm not a lexi's competitive i'm the type that i'm not hugely competitive but i am like a kind of rub it in your face if i win (laughs) i'm not a very gracious winner I'm like, I'm the, the champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm terrible. 
Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not one to get upset if I lose. I more like laugh at how terrible I am at games because <laughs> I really don't win often. So I don't get to celebrate it. No, Lexi is a competitor and Craig's family. They are the whole family is super competitive. Like they, they, they want to win at all costs. <laughs> so, okay. I, two questions. One, do you find yourself to be not as in your face about a potential victory when you are in a, um, another venue like the in-laws house versus being in your own house? Because there is that comfort level. Like, do you dial it back if you're at if you're at the in-laws in terms no. of your no? <laughs> no, I'm very comfortable with his family. Um, I, I, yeah. Are they comfortable I, with you? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, they seem to be, but uh, <laughs> um. And the type of game we were playing, it wasn't really a win-lose. It was um, apples to apples. Um, I feel like my kids have that, but I'm not sure. Where you you have the the thing, the... Oh, the thing, with, with, with the gimmick. Yeah. I'm really good at describing stuff. I am the best, you know. <laughs> I have the technical names, whatever. <laughs> Like the cartridge thing where it tells you what, and you, you have to describe what the word is without saying the word and they have to guess. And then it, you pass it. And the last one to have it, if it buzzes, their team loses. And it's usually always the girls against the guys or whatnot. So we don't really keep score. We just enjoy like having fun trying to guess. You're not keeping score, however, in the in your mind, you've got that crap on lockdown. Like you you are you are compiling the stats. <laughs> no, but I believe I believe my husband and sister in law, they yeah, they're they're the type to definitely mentally keep score and and let each other know who's winning and losing. <laughs> We're not officially quote unquote keeping score, but in case you're wondering. <laughs> girls got it <laughs> yeah always the girls got it oh yeah, yeah. No, so um, so you know the dinner went well and everything no no disasters or anything like that no no everything great. was the food was great we ate tons and we hung out and laughed and chatted and unfortunately craig has the job where he has to work the day after Thanksgiving. So I, yeah, I think we were home by like 11 o'clock or something, but yeah. That sucks for him. It so sucks. Did, did he get like any time off other than Thursday? For, that's for it. That's all he got was Thursday. Yeah. Like the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Usually like in Christmas too, like he normally has to work Christmas Eve. And then he has Christmas day off and then has to work the day after. Like he legitimately only gets Christmas day. But this year, the way that it falls. Okay. What day is Christmas on this year? Saturday, I believe. Okay. It's on a Saturday. So this year, because it falls on a Saturday, they get the Friday before. So this year is, I mean, uh, first year in what, seven years that he will have Christmas Eve and Christmas day off. 
now and the day after that was going to be my question yeah because he doesn't work weekends yeah he has every weekend off well that's that's good you know yeah yeah all right um well i'm sure he is very much looking forward to an actual holiday weekend that he gets to spend the entire duration yeah he really is (laughs) i get it uh because when when i worked in the apartment maintenance industry you know every so often when it was time for your rotation on the 24-hour call thing this guy got got the pager yeah i i'm quite familiar with that too because for many years i was in the healthcare field um working with assisted living and whatnot and you you took your turn and when you're managing, you're on call 24-7 anyway. So, right. yeah, I, it's, it's certain jobs are just tough like that. They are. They certainly mm-hmm. are. And, I mean, you know, and it makes you wonder, Jesus, is, is it even worth it? Yeah. But, you know, if your bills are paid and you're able to provide for your family. Well, yeah, and, and uh, working in the assisted living health care, uh, it, it was very rewarding. Like you felt you were making a difference in this world, you know. And how big uh, of a difference is that really? Huge, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, totally. <laughs> it, 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 you you feel like you are contributing to society and you feel better <laughs> about yourself and yeah, like I I wish I I mean I am appreciative of of my job now. I am. I, I mean it's 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 pretty good pay and whatnot and the benefits and everything is great and I know a lot of people that um would like to have the position that we have. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I really wish that I was doing something that I still felt the pride of helping someone, making a difference, you know? I'm not trying to knock what we do. I'm not by any means. I just, there's a difference when you have a passion for what you're doing and, you know? That's that's 100% it. If, if you are not wholeheartedly emotionally invested in what you're doing i mean you can go in there and you and you can do the best job to your ability mm-hmm. and you are doing a good job but there there is that void of and you nailed it you said it perfectly pride yeah if you are yeah. proud of what you do then yeah. that makes such a huge difference now for, for sure. me you know our jobs are the place that we work that's all it is to me. It's a job. And yeah. Yeah. I, I do it because that's what pays the bills. I do it because that's what provides for the family. Um, I, not, I just, I, I do the rest of my life though. Right. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, uh, I'm nearing retirement age. So I better make a decision. Um, I envy, I 100% envy, and I know you're not supposed to, but the people that know what they want to do at a young age and they just go for it. And, and, and one of those uh, sayings that if you're doing what you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. You know, like I, I, I'm 50 years old, Jason, and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Like I, 
I've kind of just floated from job to job, just kind of fell into things, you know, right. never like seriously pursued. Something. Yes. No, everything is just kind of trickled in on everything that I've done. So I like my daughter, for instance, since she's in seventh grade, since third grade, you know, and they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? She has maintained the same answer from third grade to seventh grade. Now, will it pan out? I don't know. I have no idea. But it would be really cool if she knew from that time and she sincerely wants to do hair. Now, it, it, she braids her own hair. She braids her friend's hair. She curls hair. She straightens hair. Like, she's constantly, she has mannequin heads that she practices on. <laughs> Like she loves it. And of course, her father is all about, well, you know, you should own your own. You want to do it? Great. But you should own your own salon. That's where the money is. <laughs> so I, I want her to be happy. And if she's happy, she'll be successful. So, Absolutely. you know, if that's what she wants, that's what she wants. That's great. And, you know, like you said, it's especially in this day and age when there are so many more opportunities or, or, or potential opportunities that are available for these kids, much more so than what you and I had. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to, you know, think that you're going to go on one path and then like so something of a flashing door is over here. Like, Hey, we're doing this over here. And then their attention goes over here. And, mm -hmm. um, my son, much like your daughter, um, has a pretty good idea of what he wants to do and he has a wavered from it and he's very much into architecture oh, that's and, cool. and he wants to build arenas and stadiums and, and things of this nature, revamp them or build brand new. Like it's always been a huge interest of, of his. Um, we're counting on him getting a full ride baseball scholarship to somewhere. So hopefully that pans out for him. <laughs> I, I, I listened to the podcast the other day with you guys talking about his baseball skills and whatnot. I, I don't think it's too far off that no. it uh, will probably happen. Sorry about that. Oh, that's fine. Hey, you are a very <laughs> popular woman. I get it. No, I just forgetful. I forgot to shut the. I was just going to go with the farmer, and here you go. You come in with. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to improve your. I'm trying to make a second. You know, you know what? Piss you know, me. I just, I, after I told you about Lexi, sometimes my mouth just says stupid stuff without my brain. I know. But what? Every time I talk about Lexi wanting to do hair with someone, I always feel really bad. This one time, uh, it wasn't a regular, a regular hair lady, but somebody had recommended Lexi wanted, I, I, you have a daughter. Um, she was dying to get the mermaid look. So, yeah, you know the the teal, the whatever, and her hair. purple and yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, somebody that I went to the gym with, she owned a salon, and she recommended one of the girls, and she was such a sweet, 
sweet, pretty, talented girl. And she did a fantastic job on Lexi's hair. She was really good with Lex. And not all hairstylists are, are great with children. <laughs> I, I, you know, the, you either you have it or you don't. And this, she was just, she was adorable. She was doing really well. And um, I feel like, so we were talking about, she was asking Lex what she wanted to do. And she's like, oh my God, I want to do hair. And, you know, I practice on my mannequin heads and blah, 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 blah. And I don't, I don't even know why I said it, but I, I was like, yep, she's shooting for the stars. And the look on this hairstylist's face, like... And it didn't even dawn on me when I said it. Like, it didn't even register what a shitty thing that was to say to I <laughs> Like, I, I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because it, it's, it's an awkward laugh. Like, I am just, I was, so she's like, well, I really like what I do. And, you know, it benefits my home schedule with my children. And, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it didn't still register to me what a dumbass thing I said. And I got in the car away. Oh, and it finally clicked in. Oh, my God. That was like one of the meanest things that you could have say to someone. That <laughs> Like, I totally came across like I was shitting all over her industry. her profession yeah. yes like I and I I, I have uh, it just eats me up inside like I should have sent her an apology note I should have sent her some flowers I should have just thought you know some edible arrangement something. I just say dumb stuff like I don't I don't especially I don't know I when I'm nervous or I but it always pops in my head when we talk. And so while you were talking, that's what was going on up there that, God, you're such a jerk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I want to call her right now. <laughs> Apologize. Listen, anybody that knows you knows you oh. do have the best of, of intentions. Like you, you are not a malicious person. Mm -hmm. You are not somebody who is clearly out for themselves. You are not somebody who will purposely put somebody else down for your own entertainment or that of your designated group of friends or whatever. You are a genuine person. And, and you know, if anybody has spent any amount of time with you, they know that sometimes. I'm an airhead. The right, the, the, no, the right words just don't come out. Yes, I have. I have complete difficult. The wrong, word, the wrong words are taking cuts in line in the line of your vocabulary is, is what's happening. That's a good way to put it, Jason. That's what I'm here for. Lady. Very well put. Well, I look at the silver lining in life. See, that's why we work so well together because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I'm just not able to. Right. No, I get it. I get oh, it. That's just... why, you know, I am very, I'm, there are times where where I'll be in, in the midst of a conversation and there will be like, when it's my turn to talk, there will be a pause. It could be five seconds. It could be 30 seconds. 
I'm calculating on what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people are like, so you have nothing to add to this? I'm like, I do. <laughs> give, give me a minute. second. <laughs> Just give me a second. Because I don't want to pull a Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I would never say it like that. It's, you know, I, ha- I have to be calculated by what, with what words I use mm-hmm. or what point I want to make because of the speech impediment. I've talked about this across yeah, all of our yeah. platforms here. So I have to, I have to take a, I have to take those moments to calculate and f- figure out, okay, this is what I want to say. These are the words I cannot spit out. So I got to find replacement words. Right. So during the course of that 20 seconds, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I'll be like, okay, hit play. Here we go. And by and large, I don't really have any hiccups unless I get real animated, real fired up, real anything. I mean, if 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 that that intensity level is increased for any reason whatsoever, my brain starts working faster than my mouth does. And mm-hmm. that's where I start getting really hung up to the point where and I know a lot of it is in my own mind, but like I I know when I'm struggling. Yeah, I tend to just go. I will shut that shit down with the quickness, and and I go on lockdown. I I am very similar to that because I'm embarrassed. You know, yeah, because yeah, especially if it's somebody that does not know me, or that I'm meeting for the first time, or I'm in some sort of a business type of of relationship with. I don't want these people to think that they're doing business with with some you know imbecile or something. Right. Right. Don't take the fact that there are words that I can't say, or when I do, I get hung up. Don't mistake that for ignorance or stupidity. Yeah. I'm one of the smartest people I know. You most certainly are, (laughs) Jason. (laughs) Good grief. I don't know how we got on this sidebar, but... I don't know. It goes back, oh, because you insulted that nice lady i I Uh, seriously did i oh it'll haunt me i really need to make it right i do because it still haunts me to this day and this was um like two three years ago i was going to ask how long ago was yeah we're talking yeah it bothers me horribly that i i why it even can't like i i don't i don't but it's not what you meant no, that's not what you meant. I, you no. were you were in the context of talking about your daughter, who at this age knows what she wants to, you know, where she wants to to go in life, mm-hmm. who she wants to be. And if that's being a hairdresser, that's fantastic. Because yeah. how how many kids do you know that are her age? They have no idea what they want to do. And yeah, it goes in hand with me. Like, I envy that. Like, I think that is fantastic to know what you want and, and, to, and to go for it. Like, I, it's just, it amazes me because I've never had that. I've right. never, you know, I, I still don't know. <laughs> Listen, you know, when you least expect it, that's yeah. when it happens. Right. You know I mean? Like the, the, the stars have to be in alignment. There has to be, um, you know, it's like a tornado, like scientifically speaking, 
like there's got to be 13 or 14 things that happen simultaneously in in the ap- atmosphere to form a tornado mm-hmm. and when it happens that's because all of them things are now in alignment aligned this, yeah this is the result I very much use that as a reference when when I talk to other people about where's my door of opportunity. I don't know who I want to be. I don't know what I want to be. And and some people like they do, but they don't know how to go about it. They're getting discouraged. They mm-hmm. feel like they're making you know some strides, but something will happen to knock them back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just wait because roadblocks, you know, when all of them things start lining up, man, that forms the the perfect storm, and a perfect storm does create this energy, and there's no telling where it can take you to. You are absolutely right. Kind of what I do. You're you're good at what you do, Jason. (laughs) You found your niche. Well. I have. I just need to get it on a bigger scale. And you're working on that. I'm trying. Yeah, I have no doubts. No doubts. 2022 is going to be a banner year for not just me, not just for not just for you, but our entire podcast network here. And uh, as we start getting closer and closer. Um, some pretty significant announcements are going to be made that I am very excited about. So, I'm excited too. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm glad because I'm going to, I'm going to need you on board. This is going to be like a year long project that will culminate this time next year. So it's going to be huge. All righty. I want more details. <laughs> uh, Look for the press release. It'll be out. Uh, we're aiming for like the beginning. I don't of even get the inside scoop. Um, maybe we'll see. Okay. All see, right. I'm afraid if I tell you, you'll shit all over it, and then I'll just be like, you know what? I don't even want to do it no more. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> oh, look at you! I'm your biggest fan. Stone. Huh? Look at you re- reaching for the stars. <laughs> All right, that was a little bit of a low blow. Oh, uh, Jason. It's <laughs> well, Wendy. <laughs> so funny. Are we taking a break? <laughs> yeah, we we will go to to a break here, but before I do, uh before we do, let let me just once again say um after the the commercial break, the tone of what we're going to talk about in segment two is a hell of a lot heavier Um, just uh, based on what transpired in oxford michigan um, i think that's the tone across the nation right now yeah yeah um, for sure so we are going to uh touch on that and um kind of give our own thoughts and and certainly our prayers go out to all those all those people in absolutely community so Mm. um that's right after the break but um in full disclosure that part was recorded yesterday so that's that part's done with you know segment one came after segment two which in my mind is kind of a mind (laughs) we're that good jason we can do two and then one Listen, we're going back and forth to the future, to the past. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at right now. What day is it? 
somewhere in Wendy's <laughs> world. So if this is how what this, is, this is Wendy's world. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Oh. All right, we will take a quick time out. Stick around. More of Wendy's world is right after this. Hey, if you're looking for the official merchandise for any of your favorite podcasts under our umbrella of shows, we invite you to check out the Jackal Creations Podcast Network online store that is powered by CafePress.com. On there, you will see a variety of different products from, from shirts and hats, hoodies, all kinds of glassware, mugs, and much, much more featuring your favorite podcast. We invite you to check out CafePress.com forward slash CTTH store. That's CafePress.com forward slash CTTH store. The official online store of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. And welcome back to Wendy's World here on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. That is powered by Anchor.fm. Uh, w- welcome back. We certainly appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us this week. And to kind of put a bow on our last segment, uh, and for the record, Wendy, I'm a hundred percent on your side with this whole thing. So there's, there's the bottom line. There's the bottom line. There's the right way. There's, there's the right. And way. there's a the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Treat people with respect. Um, we're going to make a hard transition here. And we are going to discuss a very serious topic. And I kind of touched on it a little bit on Thursday on Tea Time. Um, but I feel I feel like we can really get into a conversation here about this with you. Because I know uh, topics like this really resonate with you as they do with me. As they do with anybody who has children in public schools. I, of course, am referring to the tragedy that took place this past Tuesday um, in Oxford, Michigan, Oxford High School, where a 15 and a half year old sophomore, I believe he was, uh, went in with a semi-automatic and started blowing people away. Um, I woke up to this. that evening and I couldn't believe what I was hearing, what I was seeing, what I was reading because it was so close to home. I grew up in the town of Hadley, which is like 15 minutes away from Oxford. Um, So I spent a lot of time in Oxford and um, I have friends who have kids who attend Oxford, you know, schools. Um, As a parent, I cannot imagine what kind of feelings come into play when a school that your child is at is under attack. And um, like I get real fired up about this because this is this is one of those tragedies that at the time that it happens, everybody, you know, they want justice, they want change, they want they want this to stop. But saying it and actually doing it or getting behind some sort of plan um, does not always meet up here. 
and like it may it may be off the headlines for a few months or even a few years, but it takes a tragedy on this scale to put it back in perspective as if to say, oh yeah, this is an ongoing problem. Um, at this point, as we're recording this, four of those kids have died, three at the school, one subsequently at one of the hospitals, either in Oakland or, or Lapeer County. Other ones are literally fighting for their lives uh, with critical injuries. Um, other ones, thankfully, not so much, you know, not as bad, but still, you know, you, you went to school that day and you, you know, you left there with a bullet hole in you. I mean, what in the hell are we doing right now? Um, as, and this is the very frustrating part for me, and I'll turn this over to, to you real quick, because if I don't, and I start, and I keep talking about this, I'm going to go on. Um, a pretty significant rant, but as the investigation unfolds here, Wendy, um, you're, we're starting to learn more and more of the involvement of the parents and their actions that ultimately re resulted in the absolute horror that unfolded at Oxford High School. What is your, your initial thoughts on, on, on all of this? Um, I'm going to try not to get choked up because every time I read something or talk about it, I get extremely emotional. My heart is filled with sadness. Um, all the families that were affected, uh, I, I, I am just overwhelmed and, and shocked that this continues to happen. I, 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 I don't even know how to express how, I'm feeling inside. Um, I was actually like concerned, which I'm sure like every parent, you know, sending your kid to school the very next day you know, you just want to hold on to them and, and out of fear, out of, and, and now you're seeing how many, 25 schools were canceled for yeah. the rest of the week due to more threats of violence and shootings. I just, I, I can't comprehend why, why it's happening. I, I, there's got to be, let's take action now. Let's come together. Let's put our minds together. Let's figure out a way to keep these children safe. What, why has it come to that the children in their minds have to now worry if they're going to make it out of the school building? That some individual child oh my god he's a child he i saw his high school picture and he is just a baby and where do things go so wrong that this is becoming the norm like how, ma how many school shootings have there been do you know 
not off the top of my head, but there across are across the United States. There are several that that stand out, and you, I mean, it can be traced all the way back to to Columbine yeah. in Colorado. I believe that was in 1999. Like that was the first one on that scale. Where um, is the world going so wrong? Like why why can't we get a handle on this? Why can't we? And, and, and not even just like, I mean, in general, I mean, I worked at a school for for a brief amount of time and experienced and saw starting at a young age, the. The outburst that these children are having and displaying in school would blow your mind like we're talking first graders flipping desks, punching teachers. Like, can you even imagine that in our childhood? Did you ever see such a thing? And it's just the behaviors to the shootings to I, I. We need to stand together and we need to to figure out a way to 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 keep our children safe. I agree, and you know you you ask very important questions. Why does this keep happening? Where does this start from? How are, in this case, we have discovered that the this kid's dad is the one who bought the gun with multiple magazines like four days before this happened. The mother, um, allegedly, took this kid to the gun range for ma for for mommy Sunday. Like this is what they did for their designated time together. They went target practicing, you know, target shooting. Um, this is where, you know, conversations like this, they, they go askew because you have those people who by and large are adamant supporters of organizations like the NRA that are saying, well, we can't pass any more laws because you're trying to take our guns away. Or you, you, you know, we don't want it. We, we, we don't want this to happen because then you're, you know, you're imposing on my second amendment rights. I'm not saying that individuals should not have the opportunity to own firearms because especially and I talked about this on tea time here in Michigan in this part of the country hunting is a very big thing and like you're not going to sneak up on on a deer and go all rambo mode and stick a knife in in, in his neck it just isn't going to happen that way but there has to be responsibility there has to be accountability if you are going to be a gun owner, it is my opinion that you need to make damn good and sure that your weapons are under lock and safe, you know, you know, lock and key or however you want to say it out of accessibility to people or kids in, in this in this case that by and large have no shit and idea what they're doing 
with what they have in, in their hands. And Jason, I'm not taking anything away from what you're saying. And, and I do, I do agree that if you are a household with guns that you need to be responsible when you have children and well, in general, being responsible with your gun, but I guess I just, when we were growing up, I just can't even fathom anybody I knew or myself with a gun in the household, even entering the thought in our heads to take this gun and, 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 and to take it to school and shoot or a, a grocery store or a supermarket or whatever, like where is society going down? What, what, what path, what, what is causing that this is even entering their minds? There's two things. One, is this underlying, because a lot of this, I mean, aside from a couple of these school sh shootings, like Columbine really stands out. And now this one here in, in Oxford, it stems from an underlying realm of bullying. And we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. The other part of this is the glamorization of violence. It also goes hand in hand with the fact that this, like the like what you're saying, when we were kids, under no circumstances would we ever think about turning a desk over in a fit of rage or laying or going up and punching a teacher or an administrator. Those thoughts never crossed our minds because we were... <laughs> We, we were taught as we grew up with a, completely, uh, with a completely different set of morals and what is right and what is wrong. Back okay, then. That's a, with, yeah, why, where did it go from our childhood to now? Like, where did the morals go? Is it lack right. of God? Is it, what is it? It's when kids started having kids. Not across the board. But when you start having teenagers that are having kids, they are lacking basic fundamentals on how to act and present themselves as an adult and especially as a parent. Now, that does not go, like I said, across the board because there are people our age who grew up in our era that were taught these no, I morals. No, I young mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> morals and values and this is right and this is wrong. But they have, and there's also this sense of entitlement. Like they can do whatever the hell they want and nothing can happen to them because they're Americans. Where this is the land of the free. And I can... As long as I can prove to a judge or jury or whatever, I'm, I'm entitled to handle my business this way. I'm entitled to, instead of going to those basic fundamentals, number one, of communication, because there's obviously no communication, and your focus is now set on... <sighs> these glorified examples and these things that are 
upheld as what is, for the lack of a better term, crowd-pleasing. These movies that, that, that depict these acts of violence and, you know, the stealing and, and all of this stuff, like in the 90s, that became glorified. Like the worst you could do, the, the cooler you were. And that, to me, is where a lot of the deterioration of our our society start, started going, was in the mid to the late 90s. Then we get into the early 2000s, and we realize how far in the hole that we've gone in, in terms of lack of morals, lack of values, lack of common sense, lack of decency, and this is where we're at. Because there is no accountability anymore. There, there is no right or wrong because everybody has to have their opinions heard. Everybody has to have their, their stance put on some sort of pedestal. Like this is what has to be. When you, uh, when you adopt that philosophy to thoughts of revenge, because you feel like you have been mistreated or bullied or something like that, you will do anything. To number one, get attention, and number two, to extract or to cause as much pain as you have been dealt, but you are doing it in a completely d different realm. Having your feelings hurt or having your 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 self esteem damaged is bad, but if you want to compare it, you cannot to take in another in individual's life. There is no comparison. You are 100% in the wrong, regardless of what the circumstance is. That's my We opinion. need a solution. So if you had a magic wand, what what would your, your solution be? Do you have one in mind, or do we just need to start s selecting people, for, forming panels, be like, what in the I, that's hell? That's what I do? believe needs to happen. Like, seriously, like we, like, you know, more minds, the better uh, coming up with something because right off the top of my head, no, I am just, I, 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 I feel like I can't even think straight because I am just so hurting for these families. I am just filled with prayer uh, to find some sort of peace for these uh, victims, victims, families. Like I just, I am 100% that we need to take action now. Like we cannot allow this to happen again. We, we, we just, we, as a society, we can't, we need to, I know people have talked about, okay, we need to put in, you know, um, what are they called? Where you check metal detectors yes 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 to check for guns and some people are anti that pro that but there has to be a way to come together and figure out how 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 to stop it i i i do not have a solution right now no i don't but i i'd say let's form a panel and and do something about it that would be certainly ideal because every time something like this happens, there's a, there's a variety of things that get said or asked. N number one is why. Why did this happen? Number two, 
who's responsible because somebody has to be held accountable for for this you know by and large it's it's the person that orchestrated the horrific acts but if they have expired either by their own hand or law enforcement's or or somebody else's who else can we held who else can we put in jail to be held accountable for, for this as kind of like a poster child of this is the person responsible for this tragedy that robbed these families of their loved ones. The other thing that is asked is, what can we do to stop this? When Columbine happened, it shook the entire country to its core because it was two dudes that went in there with automatic weapons or semi-automatic weapons and took out a lot of people and caused a great deal of panic, fear, and and catastrophe. I remember Sandy Hook. Yeah. Um, I remember the first grader that brought a gun and shot and killed another first grader at Buell Elementary here in Mount Morris, here in Genesee County. I don't remember that. Oh man, yeah, I that was a big damn deal for a while. Like all all the national outlets were here, CNN, and you know all of them. Um, and now here we are um, in Oxford at Oxford High School, and it, you know, do we feel this way because it hit so close to home? That that definitely has to be taken in, into consideration, and, and it also begs the question of how many other incidents like this have happened that just haven't come across our radar because they're not in our area or not enough people died or what whatever you know what i mean um and how many plans have been thwarted that we haven't heard about you know there's there's speculation that there was all kinds of red flags and rumors and things of this nature in the in the weeks and the days before Tuesday, that um, kind of painted a picture like this could be a real threat, and nothing was done. That's allegedly. I don't know. You know, right, I mean, right. Because nobody really. This thing is still ongoing, and and it will be for quite some time. You know yeah. what? There's no telling what all they got out of that out of that little bastard's house you know, that they seized and they're going through and trying to come up with motives and this, that, and the other thing. But my goodness, you know, you hear these stories of these, like the football player that ran towards this kid in an effort to save his classmates. And unfortunately, he's one of the ones that was shot and killed inside the school. And, you know, you know, varsity football player, good looking kid, you know, looked like he had the whole world in front of him, gone. And why? You know. Yeah. Um, you know, along those lines, if you know, I kind of on the flip side of that, really. But if if you are going to, if you feel like you're being bullied, 
to the point to where you start having these thoughts of extreme violence or revenge or you know so, something along these lines there is absolutely nothing wrong than seeking help either from a school counselor or um, a psychiatrist or a police officer or somebody that you trust there's somebody that will listen and that will help you and violence on any level is not the answer it just isn't no um if there's a problem let's let's figure it out and let's hold those bullies or the people that are responsible you know make them held accountable and however in whatever form that is that that is but it's not by by taking their, their lives it just isn't it's it just isn't. So you're right, Wendy. We need to come up with a plan. We need to have some sort of, we need to get, you know, feedback and ideas from a variety of different people, gun owners, non-gun owners, religious people, non-religious people, atheists, if, 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 you know, just get them across the board, black, white, right. it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Like, because this affects everybody 100%. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, I just, uh, I know. I'm speechless. Know. I'm speechless. It's uh something else. And you know, we we find ourselves thinking about the same things every time something like this has happened. And um, you know, for me, like I I sincerely pray for all these families that have been directed, you know, who have been affected either because they no longer, or they have an empty seat at their table coming up this holiday season or the ones that are making trips back and forth to the hospital, praying that, that their kid comes out, give these people some peace, give these pe people some strength to overcome these, <sighs> these tremendous you know challenges that they are embarking on and um, it is certainly a very heartbreaking s situation and unfortunately it takes things like this to put our own lives in perspective because I know how you are I know how I am we all hugged our kids a little bit tighter on Tuesday night and yeah. Wednesday morning yeah and 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 with a little bit of fear sending them to school for real yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, of course you don't want to show it to your children, but you, you can't help but to think, you know, right. and, and like, uh, the 25 school closings around the surrounding area, all the way to Detroit, right. Mm -hmm. That, uh, South Lyon, all surrounding areas up to 25 schools have been closed because now I, I don't know if it's, you know, it, factual or realistic or if it's just people you know being silly trying to get out of school i don't that's what it is right word but i i but you have to take it seriously after yes. something like that you know you, i i don't blame them for closing 100 i don't and i just ugh. you know out of 25 schools 24 of them they're they're false they're false threats but what if that one was legitimate yeah you know? I, i'm not i i seriously 
it entered my mind to keep Lexi home. It did. It did. I, and I, I'm not sure why I decided not to. I just didn't feel it strong enough in my gut or I don't know, but I, I mean, it has entered my mind. Maybe I should homeschool. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the answer or the solution is, you know? I don't either. I know. And I know there's, look, I know a lot of people, not a lot, but, you know, quite a few that have opted to homeschool <laughs> based on everything with the pandemic. Right. Right. And then you're, then you're going to throw another round of tragedy like this on top of it. And it's like, what in the fuck are we doing, man? What are we doing right now? Like the, is, is the entire school system that broken? Um, I, I don't know. I, you know, like my kids love going to school. They love being w with their friends. Yeah. Lexi does too. And, um, you know, when you take them out of that environment, man, that's, that's a huge hit to their, their social development. Right. Because oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, that's how they learn, you know, number one, how to communicate, but they're figuring out who they are. As I mean, when they were forced during the pandemic to do online schooling, that was a big fear is what kind of social setback they're going to have not being able to develop the skills that you that you do with your peers and in, in, in a social setting like that, especially, you know, for only children at home, you know, right. it, it just... I don't know. I, it's a tug of war right now. It's just a constant keep my children safe and what what's the best thing to do. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. I know it. We, 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 we've been on here for, for a little bit, but these... well, this is a, a subject that, you know, is hard to you can't talk about it in like five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. And it's something that needs to be discussed and talked about and figured out for sure. Well, I know you as well as I, as well as a lot of the other listeners, we are con continuing to monitor everything, all the developments as they come down with this investigation. And again, we send our heartfelt thoughts and prayers to all of the families affected by by this by this tragedy the entire community of oxford michigan um you know we're praying for you and you know, just hope that you can make make the best as you possibly can of an absolute terrible situation especially this time of year damn it you know you god it's never a good time for, for this like any time this yeah, happens it's yeah. a tragedy but Man, that's a, it's a little bit more salt in the wound. Yeah, the holidays. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's ridiculous. Just mm. ridiculous. Um, well, speaking of holidays, I know this is an awkward transition, but I noticed you have, you have your Christmas tree up in the background. Very pretty. Yep, that's one of them. Yeah. One of them. How we, many do we have? We have three. Oh, damn. Okay, Well, cool. yeah, we have that one, and we have one in the the fireplace family room and then the third one uh Lexi opted to have in her bedroom this year <laughs> it's just the pencil tall thin pencil tree but that's fine yeah she decks her room out crazy 
<laughs> well, um, we'll talk more about about the Christmas tra traditions as we move ever so closer to the holiday here. Uh, we're full blown in the, in the ho in the holiday season, but it seems like this is not the week to really dive into that but we will pick that up next week um and for any you know questions comments feedback um we we encourage it all just head on over to the wendy's world pod page over on facebook or you can uh, hook us up with a comment through our email which you can find at close to the heart.net um wendy any other parting words before we put a bow on this I don't think so. Exhausting, Thanks right? for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm emotional right now. So we all are. Yeah, we really are. I mean, you on 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 a couple different levels, but um, look, justified. I will say that. So hopefully, uh. By the time we, we, we sit down here next week, things will be a little bit lighter, a little bit more in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, we will look forward to, to that. We look forward to all of you t tuning in. We thank you so much. And a new episode will drop next Saturday morning beginning at midnight. So for... Wendy McBride-Washburn, I'm Jason Klaus. We'll see you next week right here on Wendy's World. Peace out.